Welcome back to Pop Culture Crush. I'm your host, Jessica. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Coco and I were out running around all weekend, so I guess we're ready for Monday. Boo. So today is a little bit of a sad one. Uh, I'm sure most of you have heard that yesterday Kobe Bryant, very famous basketball player, died in a helicopter crash. It was horribly sad. We were watching everything all day yesterday. So I'm doing my pop five favorite basketball movies. And uh, yeah, we just thought that would kind of be something nice. Here we go. Number five, White Men Can't Jump. It's from 1992. And it's about uh, black and white basketball hustlers joining forces to double their chances of winning money on the street courts and in a basketball tournament. Uh, A little trivia. According to their basketball instructors, the actors, Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson reached the skill level to be able to start for an NCAA Division III team. So that's how good they got. That's really impressive. Also, something I thought was kind of funny. Woody Harrelson was significantly better at basketball than Wesley Snipes. It surprises me mostly because Wesley Snipes is Blade. (laughs) Like, he has all these moves. Like, he's quick, he's fast, he jumps a lot. Maybe that was special effects, though. Yeah. (laughs) But, however, in the movie, they are depicted as equals, though Harrelson's character famously cannot dunk. Hence, white men can't jump. I put this as number five because this is a movie I watched many times as a child because my brothers were very much into sports. And I just remember seeing this movie a few times growing up. And it's pretty funny. It's good. I haven't seen it in a million years. I will admit that I have not seen a lot of basketball movies. (laughs) Just certain ones many, many, many times over. And this is one of them. So this was kind of a nostalgia pick uh, for my number five. Number four, Finding Forrester. It's from the year 2000, and a little synopsis of it is, because of scoring exceptionally high on a statewide standardized exam and being an exceptionally good basketball player, Jamal Wallace is sent to a prestigious prep school in Manhattan. He soon befriends the reclusive writer, William Forrester. One of the trivia things... Rob Brown got the role, so of Jamal, after initially auditioning just as an extra. Brown had no aspirations of being an actor and was only hoping to make some money to pay his $300 phone bill. But director Gus Van Sant invited him to audition for the role of Jamal and liked his natural ability. Isn't that amazing? Like, stuff like that just would never happen to me. Like, just... (laughs) Walk off the street and be like, hey, be in a movie with Sean Connery. Woo. This one, I'll admit, this one's not heavy on basketball. It's more on the relationships and his schooling and going to a private school and stuff like that. But I enjoyed this. I actually didn't watch this movie till probably about five years ago. And yeah, I really liked it. And that's why it's kind of number four on my list. I think it's a great story. All right, number three. I think a lot of you will know this one, Space Jam. So it's from 1996. 
And in a desperate attempt to win a basketball match and earn their freedom, the Looney Tunes seek the aid of retired basketball champion Michael Jordan. Some trivia here. When Stanley comes into Michael's hotel room and says, come on, Michael, it's game time. Slip on your Hanes, lace up your Nikes, take your Wheaties and your Gatorade, and we'll grab a Big Mac on the way to the ballpark. All of those things were products that Michael Jordan had been a sponsor for around that time. Isn't that insane? Like, I can't even imagine the money he made off sponsorships. But I also think it's hilarious that they basically low-key made fun of him for it. Like, (laughs) we're just going to throw out how badass you are in this movie. Also, this was awesome. The movie's original promotional website can still be found online, exactly as it appeared in 1996. And for research purposes, I looked this up and it is true. So if you want to be teleported back to 1996, go check out Space Jam. I think it's just spacejam.com. It definitely took me back to my uh, 1996 days. The concept for this movie originated from a series of highly popular Nike ads where Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan faced off against Marvin the Martian and his alien henchmen in basketball. Obviously, this movie was huge. It was huge for me for a few reasons. One, I was a Chicago Bulls fan, so Michael Jordan. Another one is in the 90s, if you guys don't remember or if you weren't alive, Looney Tunes were huge huge. Like, I mean, my favorite store when we went to Mall of America in Minnesota was the Looney Tunes store. (laughs) Like, it was literally an entire store just of Looney Tunes. I got the badass jean jacket with Looney Tunes characters all over it. Like, that was one of my favorite clothing items. I had shirts. I had, like, a baseball jersey with the Tasmanian Devil. Like, it was crazy how much Looney Tunes crap I had. A lot. A lot. The Tasmanian Devil was actually like one of my faves. I know that's weird, but he was. So in 1996, I was young and I thought like when I got older, I was totally going to get a Looney Tunes tattoo, like Tasmanian Devil on like my calf. (laughs) Like I was convinced. Thank God I did not go with that. (laughs) But seriously, so this movie was huge for me. And then I loved the soundtrack. I probably know every song on it by heart. It's uh, it's huge. So, yeah, this movie was, yeah, definitely way up there for me for Space Jam. Like, this one and the next one were very, very close. But, yeah, if you haven't seen Space Jam, just go check it out. If you, hopefully you know what Looney Tunes is. Like, I don't even know if people even know what they are anymore. But it, it's amazing. Go watch it. And I think, actually, they were talking about remaking it with LeBron, I think, or something like that. It was in talks at some point. Might have to look that up and see if that's still a go. Okay, and number two, like I said, this was very close with Space Jam, and it's Hoosiers. And it's from 1986, and it's about a coach with a checkered past and a local drunk that train a small-town high school basketball team to become top contenders for the championship. Fun little facts. The announcer at the final game in the movie was the real-life announcer at the Indiana State Finals basketball game. I thought that was kind of a cool little note. 
And then for the scene where Dennis Hopper walks onto the court drunk in the middle of the game, Hopper wanted a 10-second notice before calling action. At the 10-second notice, he spun around in circles until action was called, allowing him to stagger onto the court in an awkward fashion in order to appear drunk. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> um, this is another nostalgia pick. I grew up watching this a lot because I want to say it was my brother Justin's favorite, like one of his favorite movies, especially sports movies. Uh, he was a big basketball player. All my brothers liked basketball, but he was kind of a big basketball person. He was the one, <laughs> him and my brother Brent, and sometimes Adam, but mostly Justin, would like go and practice in the backyard and like videotape himself. And he was pretty hardcore. And he's probably going to kill me for bringing this up on the show, but <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Love you. Um, but yeah, this one, I just remember this movie playing over and over and over again in our house when I was younger on VHS um, or on TV. So that's why I put it because I've probably seen this movie just about as many times as Space Jam and nostalgia reasons because you know me if you've been listening. All right. So number one is kind of, you know, I did it for honoring Kobe, I guess. Um, just because I think, you know, this was all for him. So number one is the movie, well, actually the animated or the short that he did called Dear Basketball. It's from 2017, and it's an animated telling of Kobe Bryant's poem, Dear Basketball. So some trivia. With his Academy Award for Best Animated Short Film for Dear Basketball, Kobe Bryant is the first professional athlete and NBA player to be nominated for and win an Academy Award. And then this is also cool. With his 2018 Oscar win, Kobe Bryant became the first African-American to win the Academy Award for Best Animated Short Film. So he was just breaking all sorts of barriers there. And I know maybe it's corny or cliche to put this as number one, but... I'm doing this whole category because of him, so I thought, why not? And I did watch this a couple times, and it really is kind of inspiring, and it was a really good uh, little short. So if you can go online and just watch it, especially now, like, it was actually really sad to watch it because, you know, you're obviously seeing it in a completely different light, and then he kind of talks about his future, and, oh, it's, yeah, it was heartbreaking to watch it, but... I think it's really, it's a good time to watch it if you can find, and you can, it's online. So yeah, so that is my pop five favorite basketball movies. Number one being an honorary pop five. So what are yours? Do you have any basketball movies that I left off? I know there was a couple when I was doing research. So yeah, hit me up on social media. Let me know. Did I leave any off? Do you agree with me? Do you want to talk about how Kobe, you know, was an influence in your life? How sad you are? You know, we can kind of grieve together as a pop culture community. Whatever you like, get a hold of me. I'm on all the social medias, pop culture crush, and I'm the pink background with a black TV. And that's it. That was my pop five. I hope you have a fantastic, fantastic week, and we will see you on Friday. Bye.